0: Welcome to the E-commerce badassery Podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Hello, e-commerce friends. Welcome back to the E-commerce Badassery Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica totillo Coster. And if we haven't met yet, thanks so much for listening. I'm super excited that you're here. In last week's episode, we talked about whether you should be focusing more on getting new customers or repeat customers. And if you haven't listened to that episode yet, please go back and listen to it. It's going to help you figure out how much of your time you should be spending on each one of these activities. And over the next few episodes, we're going to be digging deeper into how to do both of them. So I want you to kind of have a sense of where you should be focusing your time before you hear these digging deeper episodes. I want to give you some strategies and tactics, kind of lay it out in a way maybe you haven't heard or thought of before and how you can sort of approach this moving forward. We also have a freebie this week. If you are already on my email list, it's in your inbox, so go check it out. Otherwise, the link is in the show notes to get yours. And let me just start this by saying, no matter what stage of business you're at, even if you've already been in business for a while, you're doing multi six figures or seven figures, and you might think that you don't need to listen. Maybe you're planning on skipping this one, but I say stick around because it's really easy for us to get caught in everything we were already doing. And maybe there's going to be a new idea here that you haven't thought of before. And you can go back and look at what you have been doing and start evaluating how successful it's been. I mean, maybe you can shift some of your resources. So definitely worth a listen. Stick around. It's not going to be too long today. The first thing that I want you to understand and start grasping the idea of, if you haven't already, is the idea of a sales funnel. And I know you've heard this term before. Every business on the internet is always talking about the funnel. Fill your funnel with new people. Push them down the funnel until they buy. And if you were to just Google sales funnel you would see a bajillion results. The funnels would all look different and they are different because it depends what topic you're talking about. For the purposes of today's episodes and the upcoming ones, we're gonna talk about a very high level but simple four-step funnel. Now, that doesn't mean that the other funnels you see are not relevant or that there aren't other funnels that you're going to need to be aware of and learn about while you're running an e-commerce business. Some of them are going to be very specific to e-commerce. Some of them are even specific to the steps the customer takes while they're on your website, so when they go from homepage to checkout. And there are some other high-level ones like this, but may include additional steps because they are maybe more specific to email marketing, for instance. So I know it can be overwhelming. I'm sure we're all sick of hearing the word sales funnel, but we have to talk about it. And that's why I want to just focus on this simple four-step funnel one step at a time. And it's just a great way to start thinking about the overall journey that a consumer takes from first discovering you to becoming a repeat customer. So let's lay out the funnel like I said, there's four steps. Step number one is awareness. Step number two is interest. Step number three is purchase. And step number four is repeat purchase. Today's episode, all about awareness. I Want to do it one step at a time. I want to give you the content. You can go implement and then we can move on to the next step in later episodes. So what does awareness really mean and what customers are falling into this awareness bucket? At the awareness stage, there's actually kind of two groups of people. There's the people who haven't discovered you at all and may not even know you exist. And then there's the people that maybe do know you exist, but have only visited your website once, or maybe they've engaged with a social media post or something, but they never really take any action. And because this group, this awareness group is at a different step in the journey than say someone who has already made a purchase from you, we need to create different content for them and treat them differently than those people who have purchased or is now a repeat or loyal customer of yours. And the other thing about this stage is it's possible that they don't even know That they have a pain point to solve, or that they have any need for your product to solve this problem they're not aware of yet. For this example, let's use someone who is newly pregnant. They just found out that they're pregnant. They don't necessarily know everything they need, but what is the first thing that they're gonna do? They're gonna go to the internet and start doing some research. And they're going to try and figure out what it is that they don't know. They want to understand what do they need to be prepared for? Are there products they need to buy? And what can they expect when they're expecting? Not a plug for the book, but you know. Where exactly on the internet they go for their information, it's going to depend on the customer. And this is why it's important that you understand your target customer, your ideal customer, whatever you call them, and what platforms they are most likely to be on. For today, I'm mostly going to be talking just about Google searches to keep it general. But all of these concepts translate to all the other platforms including social media like Instagram, Facebook, etc. I just won't be addressing them directly. In the awareness stage, your main goal is to focus on educating them, creating informational content. And the form that this content is in, just like the platform, it's going to depend on your business, your customer, your product. And Examples of this could be writing a blog post, doing a video, or in my case, creating a podcast episode. Remember, this is not necessarily about pitching your product or that your product is the solution to their problem, but it's just educating them on the general aspect of what they're experiencing and shedding light on what they don't know. Let's use my business as an example. And even though I'm service-based, this fits perfectly in. I work with female e-commerce entrepreneurs. And when I started my business, I spent most of my time talking about email marketing because I was in love with the Klaviyo platform and had seen such success when I switched. I wanted to shout it from the rooftops, honestly. And I knew that it was underutilized and not really talked about enough in the e-commerce space. But after talking to more and more female entrepreneurs, I realized that many of you didn't even know the value of email and how much revenue you could actually drive from it. Some people weren't making any money for their efforts and others just weren't doing email at all. I worked with numerous clients who were in this situation and you know, we made some tweaks to their program. I taught them some things about how to approach email marketing and how to just think about high-level campaigns and whatnot. And as they started implementing it, they're seeing all of this revenue from this email marketing channel that they didn't even know that was a possibility. But before I could get to the point of working with these women. I had to educate my audience who found me on social media about the power of email because they didn't know that it was a pain point. They didn't necessarily know that this was something that was missing, that they needed, that could actually make them money. And I started to plant those seeds and they started to wonder, huh, I wonder if this could work for my business too. At the awareness stage, that's all you're trying to do is educate them, let them know what's possible so that you can move them further on down. Now, you are selling products, most likely if you're listening to this podcast, but the approach is the same. So think about the people who don't even know that they need your products yet. Take a couple steps back from your current customers and repeat customers or where you were before, right? Because a lot of time we are our own customer. What kind of content do they need to consume to figure out that they need your product? I have a really good example. I want you to go, this is your homework. I want you to go check out this website and see the type of content they create because it really will help illustrate it. It's called the Manregistry.com. They sell groomsmen's gifts and things like that. They do a really great job for the groom or the best man. And when you think about a groom about to get married, his best man, it's possible that this is their first rodeo. They don't necessarily know what's expected of them. So the man registry has created content for this awareness stage. There's content on planning a bachelor party, giving groomsmen's gifts, tips on proposing, planning the honeymoon, and all the things that go into planning a wedding, which if you've ever done it, you know it's fucking bananas. And when someone first hits this website, they're not necessarily ready to buy the groomsmen's gifts right away. But they have such great content that they are in the top organic results for these topics. And if you, as the groom to be, keep coming across their website and you get really good information from them, when you are ready to buy, you're gonna say, oh, you know what? Cool. These guys, they've already given me so much great info. They have awesome products. Let me just buy from them. So they do this specifically with blog posts. But you can do this with video too, and video has that extra element of connection that you can't get through the written word, right? When you're face-to-face with someone, it like fast tracks that trust. And I'm sure you've heard of the no like, and trust factor, right? So doing video will get you to that place faster for sure. And even if it's just on YouTube, which is the second largest search engine, by the way, after Google or embedded on your website, doesn't matter. It's going to get served up in search results. So when someone goes to Google and types in their query, if you have a great video, it will come up in the search results. All right. So I know you are just dreading the idea of creating all of this content for people who aren't necessarily ready to buy. I get it. But remember, when you're creating this educational content, you're going to focus on evergreen topics, things that aren't time sensitive. So you put in a little bit of work up front and then it continues to serve you for a long time to come. Plus, when you start with a larger piece of content like a long form blog, you can then take bits and pieces of that post and repurpose it in other places like social media. So you don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. Also, the longer content exists on the web, the more likely it is to show up in Google because Google also takes the age of your website into account of how it ranks things. And I talk a lot more about this in the SEO episode, so go back and check that one if you're not too familiar on how all that works. Link will be in the show notes, of course. So, you create a piece of content today and it's going to serve you for 6 months, for a year, for 2 years. You'll want to go back and update this periodically, of course. Maybe you have new information, Um, Maybe there's new trends happening, something like that. And then you just republish it as a new post, Um, but it'll be on the same URL. So you will still have all that old SEO link juice, as they call it. Now, creating all this content is great. You're getting the people aware of the problem that they have. They're reading your content. But what happens afterwards? You've got to make sure that you always have some sort of call to action. What do you want the user to do after they consume your content? So if we're talking about an educational blog post, do you have a content upgrade you want to offer where maybe you go deeper into the topic you are sharing in exchange for their email? So the upgrade you share could be your top 10 tips for blank, And one of those tips could be your product. So not only can this work as an upgrade from an existing piece of content, but you can use this on Pinterest as well as a lead magnet because Pinterest is a search engine too. So maybe at this stage, right, handing over a discount code for an email address, they're not necessarily ready to buy yet. So it might be too soon. But if you can offer them something that they can download, if they're coming in from a search engine, that might be better because at this point, they're just trying to get an answer to their query. So think about where they are. You know, they need an answer, not ready to make a purchase. So that's where the lead magnet content upgrade, et cetera, would come in. And if you're posting videos on YouTube, don't forget in the description and in the video that you need to mention your website, link to your website, send them to other related content that they might be interested in, send them to sign up for the content upgrade that you created. Ultimately, you wanna make sure you're getting them to your website so that you have an opportunity to get them on your email list. You have them pixeled so you can remarket to them. Like at the awareness stage, this is the very tippity, tippity top of that funnel. You have still got a long way to go. So make sure you have a way to stay in touch with them. And ultimately, every potential customer is at a different point in their journey with you. And the type of content they want to consume is going to be different. And it's your job to give them what they need when they need it. So this is true on your blog post. This is true on your social media, in your emails, right? Like if you are only ever creating content that speaks to the person who is already a loyal customer, you're going to lose those other people before they make their first purchase. But then if you're only talking to the people who have yet to buy from you yet, you're going to lose those other people from making repeat purchases. So that's why I wanted to break down this funnel with you so that you can treat each one of those steps and the people who fall within that group differently because that's what they need. And here's the thing. You're not going to just like knock all this shit out in the next week. This is an ongoing process. And once you figure out where you should be spending more of your time, then you can kind of break down your content creation on the same ratio that you are breaking down new versus repeat customers. So for instance, if you are, let's say you're just doing it 50-50, right? You want to spend 50% of your efforts getting new customers and you want to spend the other 50% of your efforts catering to your repeat customers, then spend 50% of your time creating content for new people and 50% of your time creating content for the repeat customer. That's a really simple breakdown. It's going to be different for everyone's business, of course, but that's how I want you to sort of think about it so you know where you should be putting your resources because you know, you're an entrepreneur and you don't have all the time in the world. And we've got to be smart about what we're doing. So, there are a couple episodes I mentioned today. There are links to those in the show notes. Just as a quick reminder, it is the one about new versus repeat customers and also the SEO episode, which goes deeper into how SEO really works and what it all means. Cause I know that can be super confusing. And today's episode also has a freebie. So grab that. The link is in the show notes or you can go to ecommercebedassery.com forward slash 12 and it'll be there for you. So thank you so much for hanging out today. Have a kick ass day and I will see you on the flip side.